Love Talk Radio. Everybody and welcome to JFab, the Jonas Fabulous Podcast, <laughs> the number one place on the internet to find out all of your Jonas brother needs. <laughs> I think what? I walked into the wrong studio. <laughs> oh, you're here for that uh, Dexter thing? No, that that was moved uh, to um, Thursday night at Treve. Oh. Well, let me get my happy ass out of here. <laughs> get into the right studio. Of course, I am just kidding, as always. This is Harry's Code, a Dexter podcast, and I am one of your hosts, Josh, and I'm joined by... Um... <laughs> Kente. That's it, that's it. Kente, and you know what? I am very happy to be here. It's a wonderful day in Southern California. Um, I'm just... Really excited. Uh, we had a great episode last night of Dexter, and I'm looking forward to talking about it. All right, but, you know, that's not how exactly we, uh, you know, kick things off. We have business to do first. Like, uh, how can people call in, sir? This is a call-in show. Well, you know what? This is this is a call-in show, and if you want to call in and let your voice be heard, it's very simple to do that. What you do is you dial area code 347-326-9541. Once again, that's area code 347-326-9541. When you call in, you just hit one, 
you that will put you in the host queue and the the first chance we get we will uh bring you into the show and take your call. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, I mean we will definitely do that. And and also too, if you listen the majority of people uh listen to the show via download. Um if you do listen to dial, the download, please leave us a comment, an email, uh something just so we'll know that that you do indeed enjoy this show. Okay, with that uh, out of the way, let's do this. Let's get into some Dexter news. Play the theme, sir. <laughs> Dexter news theme. Uh, okay. Uh, this past week in San Diego, uh, we had the last Dexter Comic-Con panel. Yes, it's very sad. There will be no more Dexter at Comic-Con. Yeah, I know. Uh, fans say said goodbye to uh, most of uh, most of the cast members, old and new. Some uh, people have been killed off. We, uh, people that were at the panel were we had Michael C. Hall, Dexter himself was there. Uh, the very beautiful Nicuerta, uh, her um, Lauren Velez. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> we had uh, David Zayas was there. We had. Uh, um, Amy Garcia, who plays uh, um, David Zayas' uh, sister, Angel. Um, we also had Eric King, uh, Dokes. He showed up at the panel, which was cool, and I know you'll get into something sp- special that happened with him. Uh, Desmond Harrington, uh, Joey Quinn, he was there. Um, the the young lady who played Hannah on last season, I, I can't remember, recall uh, her actual name, um, she was there. <laughs> uh, Hannah McKay was there. Yes. Uh, Jennifer Carpenter, uh, you know, Deb. She can, was I, there. can I pop in something real quick? I, I watched the, um, the uh, what you call it, the panel a little bit earlier. And, well, <laughs> uh, Hannah might have... Let a little something slip. I'm not going to say what it is, but yeah, she's uh, she definitely got a loud cheer for a little slip of the tongue. Oh, whose who's tongue did she slip in his mouth? Oh, no, not that kind of slip of the tongue. No, no, no. Uh, I was about to say, some but, lucky fan. But let's just say it uh, it involves Hannah's Eventual return to the show. Mm-hmm. Well, we knew that, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she meant to ask a question like, what will Hannah's motives, motives be? Will they be revenge or will they be love-based? And and she uh, seemed to have answered the question before she asked it. Oh, like when she's like, uh, when Hannah comes back, it's going to be for, I mean, what I meant to say was, um, like I said, I I don't want to spoil it, Uh, but if you do want it spoiled, just listen to the Comic-Con panel and prepare for a good laugh as she gets embarrassed for what she says on stage. Mm. She's awesome, by the way. Awesome. All right. So, uh, so since you saw the panel, please uh, tell us more about the panel. What you saw? Um, 
the cast and you know some of the writers got together and talked about uh, the show. Um, uh, uh, Batista did not have a goatee, which was kind of weird. Uh-huh. And of course, nobody, nobody spoiled anything other than that one little Hannah McKay thing. Um, in fact, somebody, I think, asked like, "How does it end?" and Michael Cialis like, okay, you want to know how it ends? Okay, this is just between us. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> that's, that's what he says. I'm not going to tell you. But otherwise, it was a very enjoyable uh, um, panel, especially when Ralph Garman, by the way, who hosted the panel, uh-huh. Mr. Awesome himself, um, he hosted the panel. He he made a couple of really great remarks, in my opinion. Uh, for one, whenever he talks of you know to some of the characters that have died on the show, uh-huh. and and like one of the questions was you know when did you find out you were going to die and how does it feel to be dead and you know Dokes and La Cuerta and Rita you know we're having some fun with the whole we're dead <laughs> you know thing uh, and. Uh, Ralph Garman mentioned um well someone mentioned the like the love between Deb and Dex. Mm-hmm. That whole in Creep. love thing that came up. The creepy thing, yeah. Yeah, because uh they mentioned that no it was talking about how they're not blood related siblings, but I guess they kinda act like it. Mm-hmm. And Ralph Garman chimes in with uh but just remember guys, uh that doesn't make that whole you know, love thing any less creepy. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Someone told him the cast and crew straight up. You know that whole uh, Deb's in love with Dexter thing? Yeah, it's pretty, pretty creepy. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. And it was one of those things where, it was one of those things where one thing I didn't want them to do was that, and they, I, when they were setting it up, I was like, Every you know at first it was kind of leading there and it was like no no they're not gonna do it you know I, I wish they didn't even honestly I hated that so much I was hoping they wouldn't even entertain it that it wasn't even gonna be like you know you know anything but you know they did it so I don't you know I'm still a little peeved about that one but whatever. Hey, it's it's fine. I was a little, you know, irritated at first, but then once that season ended and you're like, oh, shit, this is going to be, and then when Deb, you know, and it's like, whoa, and I I believe they have fully recovered from that. Ah, well... I hope there's nothing else with that. Oh, I don't think there's going to be, especially after last night's episode. Yes. I I would hope that that's what that means, but, you know, television. <laughs> you never know. Especially yeah. after the preview for next week, too. But, man. Mm-hmm. 
Whew. So, um, is that all? Is that all the news? Dexter the panel at Comic Con. Yep, that's that's all the news. Because everything I've pulled up has to do with spoilers, and we don't really want to get into that, do we? Well, I'll just tell the spoiler: Dexter dies on the toilet. He has uh, locked bowels that are so bad that he it kills him. And that was Dexter, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy if he does all this to, to, you know, he's about to get caught and all this stuff, but he does all this stuff, isn't going to be caught, seems like everything is fine, and then he has, like, locked bowels and dies. And that's how the show ends, with him on the to- killing over on the toilet. I just thought of something. What's that? I think uh I think there might have been a very big spoiler. Now that I think about it. Mhm. And I don't want to say it on the air but it just it just crossed my mind and it, I think I don't know what what to think about it. Mm. So I'll tell you I'll talk to you off air about it. Okay. So, sorry guys out there in uh the listener sphere. I I don't want to be responsible for ruining the end of you know our one of our favorite shows. That that would make me a dick, and I don't want to do that. Right. Yeah, because you you know being a dick is something you don't want to do, right? Well, not when it comes to Dexter. <laughs> oh, not when it comes to Dexter. No. Everything else in life, but not Dexter. Yeah, yeah. What about Dexter's Laboratory? We can spoil that, right? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Dee Dee turned into a prostitute. <laughs> oh, shoot. <clears throat> I guess I won't be watching that finale. Thanks for ruining mm-hmm. it. <laughs> hey. I told you, man. Should have turned I, down the volume. I feel bad for the the, kid, the parent that uh, is trying to buy Dexter's Laboratory for their kid and somehow buys Dexter. And puts it in the tape recorder and walks away, and the kid is watching Dexter. Harry actually, for everybody. Actually, that's pretty cool. How I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get to last night's episode. And last night's episode was entitled Scar Tissue. And Scar Tissue was written by. Timothy, I'm sorry, Tim Schlattman, and directed by Stephen Swartz. And uh, it, as it, it aired uh, last night, July 21st, 2013. And, uh, you know, so the, the episode opens up with Deborah and Vogel at the site where um, Deb murdered LaGuardia. Uh, Vogel wants her to ask, um, Vogel wants her to ask about what she saw that night. And uh, she thinks Deborah is repressing the issue, uh, is re- repressing the issue of what happened that night. And Deborah, you know, she doesn't really trust Vogel at all, you know. And why should she trust Vogel? I mean, Vogel. Because she's a doctor. She's a doctor, and she's the Doctor Frankenstein that created, you know, <laughs> you know. Uh, no, she's like Doctor Who. Yeah, without the TARDIS, I guess, right? Well, technically, I guess there's no time traveling involved, but... <laughs> technically. You know, she 
sets things in motion for the future. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I said it. Doesn't make any sense to me either, but I said it, so carry on. All right. So, you know, Deborah in her in her uh, own way is, you know, she's like, fuck this, I don't trust you, bitch. You know, like, basically, she's like, you know, she's not, she's not, she doesn't want to hear it from Vogel. But Vogel, you know, who's used to serial killers and shit, you know, I mean, I guess Deb is, you know, nothing for her to deal with. What'd you say? You know, I, I think uh, some of the, the, um, people that she's dealt with in the past, they are way worse. Well, obviously they're worse than uh, Deb is. So um, anyway, so uh, Dexter is processing the scene of a murder, um, and it's a woman named Norma, and Dexter believes that she was killed by someone that she knew. An ex named Roberto is the first suspect. Um, While this is going on, uh, our good friend Anjadel, goes up to Quinn and says that he nailed the sergeant's exam. Now, remember, in the last episode, uh, Angel is uh, helping Quinn with the uh, prep for the sergeant's exam. And, like, it seemed like 10 minutes into this prep work, he's like, oh, my God, you are an idiot. You know, he's like, uh, you yeah, know, he, he's yeah, ready to yeah. throw in the towel. He, You know, what he reminded me of is uh, uh, Harry. You know, he didn't even, he's like, oh, my kid is just a serial killer, so I'm not, you know, I'm going to throw in the towel, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just let him, let him be. But, but apparently whatever, you know, prep work that, uh, Angel did with him stuck because, uh, Quinn did a great job on the test. So, um, yeah, I mean, things there might've been shenanigans, but I don't know. I'm thinking it is Florida. Someone must've stuffed the ballot box. <laughs> So, uh, Sir, are you still on about the whole Florida election thing from 13 years ago? I will be on that till the day you die. It's all your fault. But anyway, so get over it, okay? Uh, all right, you trying get to get right the hell over it? <laughs> uh, whatever. We've okay. done a, a whole lot worse in the last week than uh, an election. Come uh, on, Florida. Yeah. Anyway, this is the. Dexter podcast, not the Florida election podcast. So uh, Vogel Vogel tells Dexter that he should prepare for the possibility that Deborah may never want to be in his life again. And Dexter, you know, he can't accept that. No, he, no. he wants he wants her in a, in her life. I mean, in his life. So now, obviously, I know you must have had the same thought I did. Is that that's more reflective of what he what she wants is to put a mm-hmm. wedge between Dexter and Deb. I mean, it's kind of obvious that she's trying to push him away from Deb. Yeah. So, and to what end, you know, at this point, you can, you know, make up your mind why you think that. You know, it, a lot of it, too, is... I think Vogel's very proud of the work that she as along with Harry has done with Dexter. You know, it's like you know, it's kind of like uh Star Wars. You know, like <laughs> you know, uh R2D2, right? All that the work, you know, crafting R2D2, right? Yeah. And uh it's like 
you know, you're proud of the fact that he can, you know, do what he does. I guess she's like, I guess he's kind of like her R2-D2. I, um, <laughs> well, I guess you went with the, uh, with the Doctor Who reference. I guess I'll go with that. <laughs> okay, maybe he's a little bit better than R2-D2. But the point is that she put a lot of work into Dex when he was a kid. And she's like so proud, like you're a well-oiled killing machine, you know. Like, you know, she's all like, "Wow, I'm so proud of the way you kill." And doing it for so long without getting caught. Yeah, it's like you know, which is hilarious to me. So uh, anyway, so uh, now Dexter's going through her book, um, her book of past patients trying to figure out who this brain surgeon killer is and she he know he his next target is a guy named AJ Yates a a cable installer who was institutionalized when he was 15 years old now before we get into uh, AJ Yates okay she needs to be put on the table why is it so many people that she's treated are like the worst, sickest fuck uh, serial killers. It seems like after she's treated them, you know, <laughs> like like the last guy was a freaking cannibal, sautéing brains in the, you know, what was it, garlic sauce? Yeah, yeah. It pretty. It looked kind of good though. You gotta admit. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so it's like, wait a minute. You know, everybody in that book is a needs to be on the table, including the author of the book. But you know, whatever. Yeah, it seems like she's uh, grooming uh, serial killers. <laughs> right, not not rehabilitation at all. I don't think any of those people in the book is rehabilitated. And she did uh, make a point to say straight up: uh, serial killers are not a curse; they are a blessing. Yeah, as long as you're not one of their victims. Well, you know, I think she just wants to get rid of bad people by using bad people. Actually kind of smart. <sighs> okay, so Dexter spots a strange scar on the back of it, on the back of Yates' head, and he wonders if it has something to do, something that Vogel had done to him. And uh, I guess Vogel's explanation was like uh, that... Well, it was something about brain surgery that she saw a lesion on his brain and thought that might have been influencing his aggressive behavior. So she had ordered it removed, but according to her, she had no idea whether or not it actually happened. Right. So, uh, you know, Dexter, you know, quickly is wondering, you know, wait a minute, is she is she creating, you know, more than just him? So, uh, you know, that's interesting. Um, Dexter, um, uh, I mean, let's go to uh, Quinn. Uh, Quinn and uh, Jamie and uh, Angel are, like, partying. I I, I think it was over. Wasn't it over uh, his um, getting a good grade on the the exam? Yes, that's why they were partying. And um, Quinn overhears... 
these guys talking about Deb's DUI. Yeah, the guy that pulled her over. Right. So Quinn, in unhell fashion, because remember, and he even mentions it, and it's the first thing I thought, too, when uh, Angel, um found heard these guys talking about LaGuerta in a similar manner, um, you know, remember, Angel whips some ass. So Quinn essentially does the same thing. Now, you know, you could sit there and say that it was like, you know, that, that was nice. He was he was uh, upholding her honor, but you don't do that in front of your girl, dummy. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, you know, the, the guy that was um, running off at the mouth mm-hmm. was being a total douche. So it it, it kind of fell in, under a territory of um, he he wasn't talking about. You know, Deb, the uh, former girlfriend, which, by the way, at the panel, um, just to throw this in there, uh, everyone's like, Ralph Garman especially was like, you know, Joey Quinn, I'm surprised you survived this long because uh, bad things generally tend to happen to Deb's exes. Uh, They're like the red shirt people on Star Trek. (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, uh, Quinn uh, uh, Harrington was like, uh, yeah, I'm still here, you know, basically doing his Joey Quinn impersonation during the panel. But as I was saying, uh, it, it did fall under a line of, you know, he's defending his former partner because what the – the other guy had mentioned was that she had gotten, you know, through her career and her promotions on her back. Mm-hmm. So that really pissed him off. And um, she, she wasn't on her back when she got her promotion. She was on all fours. Right. right. Yeah, I'm, I'm only kidding. No. I'm only kidding. No, everyone she boned had nothing to do with her job. and. Yeah, and I will even say Lundy had nothing to do with her job. Right. Um, she she screwed his old ass just for fun. Right. Like anybody should. But you don't get into a fight about your ex in front of your current. You know, because guaranteed you, if if your girl is trying to fight a woman over her ex, her ex, you'll be like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know, he's, he's like, slow your roll. I, I think the understanding came in when um, she, you know, she is what the sister of a cop. Mm-hmm. She understands how partners roll. So there didn't really seem to be any real, like, jealousy from that one incident. It's more like a buildup of jealousy from. You know, several other types of different incidents. Right, but I mean, you are that even makes it more stupid because you got all that on, and then you have you know you have all that happening, plus you have you know you're in a fist fight over, you know, because some people are talking, you know, whether it's legitimate or not, it's the fact that it doesn't look good, and Joey, you know, and and Joey obviously still loves her, so you know. There's something there with that. So, you know, 
it was stupid. And then plus he's up for sergeant promotion. That isn't good to get into, you know, fights, you know, like that. Even though it was your off time, it's still, you know, this politics, it's political. So, so, um, so, uh, um, what happens is, uh, um, Jamie, Jamie ends up, um, going back to work like the next day and um she's brought to work by uh, uh no 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 I'm sorry um we skipped something um when Jamie Jamie uh before she comes to that party um Dexter takes over you know takes his son at the house and when he shows up at the house his own place there's a woman there a neighbor named Cassie who's friends with Jamie so um Jamie, you know, she's obviously you could tell that he was. She thought he was cute or whatever, because she kind of gives him the look like, hey, you know. But Dexter's in his own Dexter world, so he kind of doesn't even, you know, take note to that. Yeah, he doesn't register that. Right. So what ends up happening is, okay. So now the next day after this fight, when Jamie sees Dex in the morning before he goes off to work, she tells him, him that her car's in the shop. And that Cassie may give um, her and um, Harrison a ride, but and she also throws in, "Hey, you made an impression on Cassie. Cassie is, you know, Cassie. Cassie thinks that you're cute, and Dexter. Dexter uh, seems to be bothered by this. That in fact that he is not liking. For some reason he." He he seems to be bothered by Cassie. I, I'm not quite sure what that was about, but I guess we we will uh, get kind of get back onto that. Um, so moving on, uh, Vogel and Deborah goes back to the storage consa- container where Laguerta is shot, and this time Vogel locks her and Deborah in the storage container. She forces uh, Deb to confront her feelings. About what happened, she suggests that Deborah is bothered by the face she knows in her heart is that she will always side with Dexter, whether right or wrong. Vogel wants her to realize that she's a good person who just made the best out of a bad situation. So, you know, Deb knows that she was doing wrong when she shot LaGuardia, but she didn't. You know, she did what she did because, you know, she loves her brother, Dexter. So, and Deb is kind of messed up, bothered by that. But anyway, so um, moving on, uh, Matthews um, goes to Angel and he expresses that uh, he was quite surprised that Joey did so well in the sergeant exam. And he tells him he should consider using a different candidate, even though that Joey's done well. And it's the uh, the black officer Williams. Uh, he said that she did better than he did on the test by by a short margin, but told him that, you know it's it's up to him to make his decision. So uh, you know it brings doubt into Angel's into Angel's uh, um, mind about it. 
All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have more of the show. Welcome back to Harry's Code, a Dexter podcast, and we are unpacking episode four of season eight, uh, Scar Tissue. And uh, I wish you saw a song I cast with Mr. Know It. Oh, close your eyes now. No? No, 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 no. No Scar Tissue? No Scar Tissue. Okay, so uh, a young woman... Uh, named Nikki stops by Masuka's office and she basically you know after Masuka hits on her you know uh, yeah that's my alma mater yeah quite embarrassingly uh, then she says major and beautiful (laughs) she basically tells him I think you're my father because you were a small donor (laughs) in college And I'm sitting there like, I hope there's something behind this because it seemed kind of random and pointless. You know, it's like, oh, we'll give Masuka a daughter. You know, it just seemed pointless. But I, I hope that, I don't know, there's something to it that makes it worthwhile because it seemed like it didn't need it to happen. Oh, and I think I, it's going to be a major, major um, revelation at some point. I hope so. Because I rolled my eyes when I saw, you know, like, 
really uh, this seems stupid. And if you notice the the black officer, I think her name is William. She's kind of been hitting on uh, Masuka lately. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Uh, yeah. So, although um, she she now, uh, although she doesn't know it in the show, she has her own little story arc to deal with. Okay. So are we there yet? Uh, no. Okay. So, um, anyway, so, uh, um, Dexter returns to Yates' place and finds that it's been cleaned out. He spots a secret room and realizes that Yates knew he had been there from before. So, uh, he finds evidence that Yates is, in fact, dun-dun-dun, the brain surgeon. So, pretty much, when you saw the scar on the back of his head, I mean... Come on, he had to be the brain surgeon, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it was only... Right. But when they built up to it, it's like, oh, he just inst- installs cable. He doesn't have a background in anything. There's no reason to believe that he's the guy. Yates the cable guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cable guy. <laughs> All right, so Dexter also finds a gravely injured woman... Uh, and brings her, you know, to a doctor. Um, he brings Vogel to Yates' home, and the two uh, look through his computer. There they find Vogel's files on his computer and sees that, and uh, and sees that she had been keeping notes on Dexter, which you know I don't know why that was so surprising. I mean, that's the kind of thing that she does. Now. With the notes, with the things that were said on the notes, I can understand why he was a little perturbed by it. But I would have expected her to take, you know, notes, you know, based on what she does and all of that. But he took the, uh, he took from those notes that she was possibly writing another book about Dexter. Now, being upset about that, I can understand. Because, you know, that would be putting out his business, you know, in the streets. Yeah. And that's and no, it, no it, would, it, it would basically say, oh, and by the way, the guy that you thought was the Bay Harbor butcher was not. <laughs> yeah, it was just this guy that works for Miami Metro who's not Asian. But he works in the, uh, he works in the forensics department. But I wouldn't use names. <laughs> I didn't dime you out, Dex. <laughs> okay. It's like, we'll call you <laughs> Denny, and if we talk about your son, it'll be Harold. <laughs> like, I didn't dime you out at all. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, I, just, just so you know... <clears throat> I'm a doctor and a scientist. Bet you never thought you'd hear this voice again, now did you? <laughs> I love that chick. It's what you get for casting Brits. That's right. Okay, so uh, Deb is looking through Ye- uh, Vogel's um, video file and finds an interview with Harry where he talks about uh, having helped Dexter with one of his killings. Harry di- uh, didn't think that he'd be able to live with what you know, he had done, and Deb wonders to herself, but I'm supposed to? You know, like, uh, Dad couldn't do it. 
you know, so we'll get back to that, where that goes. But uh, so moving right along, Yates gets a phone call from the retirement home that his father is uh, heart is failing. And it's you know, placed by Dexter. He always cracks me <laughs> yeah. when he does something. You know. It's your father's heart. It's failing. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, um, uh, so Yates arrives, and then Dexter and corners him. But Yates disconnects his father's ventilator and uses that to escape. Well, damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> I guess he figured, hey, my dad's on his way out, so uh, you know, <laughs> can help help your son out one last time, Daddy. Yeah, uh, um, he went from, oh my God, Daddy, to. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like that is so shitty, and even Dexter in his uh, inner monologue is like, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just paraphrasing. He said a little bit more detail than that, but basically, he's like, "That's fucked up." It, it, isn't it strange how Vogel's uh, former clients, former patients, are surprising the hell out of Dexter left and right? <laughs> he's like, "Man, I thought I was messed up, but shit, got a cannibal, got a guy that's like." I'm going to kill my dad to get away. <laughs> now, there was one quick thing, too. The woman, Cassie, that uh, showed interest in Dexter, and this is before we get to the, the, the final part, uh, Dexter seems to really be against that. I mean, what do you think that's about? Like, he didn't want her to uh, – he didn't want um, Jamie to take that ride. He said, take my car, you know. Uh, do, what do you think – What? what you think he's just not into her, or, or, I mean, is there something that he didn't like when he saw her? Is she, is she not hot? I think, I think it's pretty simple. Um, he has a lot on his plate right now. Mm-hmm. You think because, it's just as simple as that? Yeah, it's. I think it's as simple as that. Oh, okay. Well, you know, us guys, you know, there's nothing Coochie can't solve. I don't think Coochie can solve the brain surgeon. Or the sister that's going crazy and try to confess to murder and, uh, you know, basically bring the whole house of cards down. Dang, it would solve it for me, but I guess I'm a weirdo. <laughs> don't agree, don't like, agree. Dex, you need to put things into perspective, get laid. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sure, that's the code. <laughs> that's the code I live by. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so uh, okay. So Deb and Dexter are are on a ride, and have agreed that Vogel doesn't understand them. So you know, it, it makes it feel like they're on the same page about Vogel, and that maybe you know that they are going to be able to work these thing these things out. And uh, they talk about the videos, and Deverence reference an interesting one, the one that was right before Harry's death, the one that we, you know, kind of just talked about. Yeah. And he asked him if if Harry committed suicide, and Dexter confirms that he did, which I had forgotten that she didn't know. I had totally forgot that she didn't know. And uh, she says that she thinks that she knows, understand how Harry felt. And then she says, Harry only got it half right. And then she jerks the wheel and turns it, and the car goes into the uh, the lake, and uh, goes into a lake, 
And this uh, like fisher, this guy that was just fishing, you know, he comes and he he jumps into the the, the uh, lake and saves Deb. And basically, he's like, I'm gonna save the hot chick. But, you know, fuck that guy. You know, <laughs> that might have been her boyfriend. You know, uh, that's what it seemed like because he sure didn't make no effort to try to save uh, the driver, which was you know Dex. And then, yeah, he made no effort at all. <laughs> he's like, I got one in me. <laughs> and then I'm gonna save the hot chick. <laughs> and, and, and what and and what happens after that? The girl that's in the car accident <laughs> jumps into the water and, and saves she, the other person. Now remember though, she thought about it for a minute. She didn't just do it. She you know, she sat there, thought about it, and then she said you know, she decided against it. She went and she went in and I thought it was gonna end I actually I thought it was gonna end with the car going to the ocean, the lake and then, you know, next week. I'm glad it ended the way that it did. Uh and then I thought it was gonna end with her just looking you know, at the wire, at the car going down and say to be continued. But he didn't do that. And I it, was mad disappointed, Joe. I was gl- I was glad because, you know, he obviously wasn't gonna die. You know, like come on, like he obviously isn't going to die. So, Yeah, that's, that's what I was episode. irritated about. I'm like, if he's the one left in the car, mm-hmm. we're four episodes in. This is not ending like this. Right. <laughs> there, There is no suspense <laughs> about what's going to happen. He's getting out. Right. So I, that's why I was glad they didn't try to hold it over, you know, will he or won't he survive, you know, because it was obvious he was going to survive. So I'm glad that they just, you know, it wasn't about – a cheap little uh, cliffhanger for the next episode. That's what I was happy about that th- that they went and just resolved it. It was more about the fact that she tried to kill him and then waffled on it. Yeah, she's you know? like he only got it half right, and then two minutes later, <sighs> okay, <laughs> once again the day is saved. <laughs> I thought it was because they went from when she turned the car into the water. I rolled my eyes because I thought it was silly. And then, but when she saved him, I I gave them a high five because it would have been so corny if they were going to make you wait for a week to see, is he going to make it when you know he is, you know, unless he was going to die and come back as a zombie for the rest of the, you know, for the last eight episodes of the season. Okay. I know, I know the season's, you know, written, it's, it's in the can, it's done. Uh Um, but I hope that whoever's handling everything remembered that this is the final season. Mm-hmm. There is no wiggle room for Dexter to be out of commission. Right. We want full throttle Dexter. And it looks like starting next week, this gets kicked into overdrive. Oh, yeah. Especially since it looks like um, Deb and Dex are going to, like, couples counseling. Yeah, because he wasn't happy. You know, in the in the promo, like, he didn't take it in stride. He was like... Oh. <laughs> he's like, I'm glad you fucking feel better. <laughs> yeah, he's... But, you know, it goes a lot to what I've been saying, that it seems like this, this show is gearing up for a confrontation between Dexter and and uh 
and Deb. And I could see a situation where Deb is the one that puts him down eventually. If, if not him, I'm sorry, if not her, uh, my second bet would be on uh, someone very unlikely um, on hell. But I really, I'm starting to believe that it's the potential is there. They're, at least they're they're setting it up that uh, you know that it is. Now I I actually have a uh, I'm gonna play some audio from the trailer for next week. So uh, cool. all right, so here we go. You tried to kill Dexter as well as yourself? I just found out that Dad killed himself because of you. I was traumatized by all this. She saved you. I'm so happy for you. This is one of the first days I'm glad Deb isn't here. Norma Rivera case. We're following the theory that whoever she had sex with is also a killer. You think Hamilton killed Norma to cover up their affair? Rich men don't like having their dirty laundry act. The Hamilton's son. You're wasting your time, my dad. But not a killer. It says your friend after me. Dexter! Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, so sounds like it's gonna be very, very interesting. So, I, there's one thing I don't we didn't talk about, um, which was um, the Quinn promotion. Mm-hmm. Because yes, Angel's on his side, but he's getting pressure to not promote him. In fact, I did talk about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, I did talk about it. But um, yes, yes. Uh, well, basically, what I said was that uh, you know the uh, black detective chick um, Williams that she had scored slightly better on 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 the exam, and that in fact that. Um, that um, well, uh, Matthews told him that um, it was his d- decision whether he wanted to, you know, who to give it to, because it's like his first big decision and all that. And, yeah, uh, you know, he's he's trying subtly to teach Batista that uh, there is a political game that you need to start learning how to play. Mm-hmm. And maybe promoting the uh, <clears throat> white male detective does not show a how would you put it um, 
the, the white male fuck up detective. And if you think about it, the girl seems like I guess maybe that she deserves it more. But one of the only reasons why she he wants to he wants to uh, promote him is because he's doing his his uh, sister, yeah, which is yeah. pretty gross. Because it's like, you know, what I mean? it's like, you know what? He's get his own fucking promotion. It's like it's one thing you're banging my sister, but I'm I'm supposed to help you get a, a promotion too. Well, like like we talked about it last week, I think it has a lot to do with Batista saying, if this is what you know, if you if you're gonna be banging my sister, um, you better have some damn prospects. And I guess I'm the guy that has to make sure you get them to make sure that my sister and any possible future nieces and nephews are taken care of. They just started screwing each other. I mean, he can, you know, he's – look, I'm a call out on hell, and hell's stupid. Obviously, he doesn't care that much about your sister. You know, obviously, you know what I mean? I mean, it's obvious that he's just banging his sister. So why is he so – I mean, I would not be that way. I'd actually beat his ass over that stuff. You know, he ain't going to do my sister like that. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. it's real – you know, that's, I think it's real shitty too. It's like if you're – it's one thing – look, you shouldn't do that to any woman. But your homeboys, you know, your partner, your homeboy's sister, you're going to – you know what I mean? He don't, you know, he doesn't like her. Maybe. Yeah, the way he was talking to Deb uh, in in this episode was kind of kind of odd. You know, he was saying, you know, everything was so much easier with you. It's like, wait, what? Dude, you you get, you know. What's her face? And she's waiting, and she's all about the Quinn. And you're like, I don't know if it's gonna work. What? What the hell is that? It's assholeness. That's because Quinn does not know how to be happy. No. Well, Without, he uh, he uh, he's, and... he screwed her because she was there. It's like Bill Clinton and. Monica Lewinsky. She was in he you know, she was in the Oval Office. He wasn't doing nothing else, so you know. That's pretty much what happened. No, that's that's what happened. Yeah. And they've been together for what <coughs> I would imagine it's almost a year at this point. People do that. People do that. Okay, so uh just to you know Looking forward to the next episode. No, oh, yeah. Uh, the, the next episode uh, is called This Little Piggy, uh, written by Scott Reynolds, directed by uh, Romeo, uh, I think it's uh, Tyrone. Um, it, you know, it debuts next, this coming Sunday. I'm, you know, much looking forward to that on on the uh, 28th of July. Um, just, you know, this season is, you know, really starting to pick up. Just looking forward to it. And uh, I'm excited. I know you're excited. Um, so yes. are, are there anything, any last words? How will it end? 
How will it end? It's going to end, and mark my words, Deb is going to be the one that do, does them in. She's not going to want to do it, but she's going to do it. If she does it, I don't think she's going to be a part of the spinoff. No, I don't think so either. Un- unless it's a prison show. <laughs> and, and let's, let's take a few seconds to talk about that real quick. They are introducing mm-hmm. some odd minor type characters for a finale season. Mm-hmm. And they really boosted up uh, like Jamie's role and Quinn's kind of important to to everything now. Do you think it could just be a uh, a Miami Metro type deal where, where it's just a new show about Miami Metro homicide? You mean like Major Crimes and the Closer? I don't know if you ever watched The Closer, but basically um, the, the star of The Closer, Kara Sedgwick, you know, wanted to move on. So what they did was the last couple of years of the closer, they um, they introduced this character played by I can't think of this woman's name. She was she was on um, Battlestar Galactica. She played the president. Uh, dang, she's a really good actress. Uh, and it's gonna major cries, major crimes. Um, so they in, they introduced uh, this character. Because they knew at some point Mary McDonald, they introduced Mary McDonald's character, and uh, basically when Kara Swedgwick was ready to give it up, then what they did was they just had it where the Kara Sedgwick character moved on, and then every you know they kept the same set, the same you know cast and everything. It's just the yeah. star just swapped out the stars. And now they have a new show called uh, Major Crimes, which is essentially the same show, just without the same the the uh, the, the main character. So basically, you're saying that they they potentially may do that. Yeah, maybe it would be Miami Metro Homicide Life on the Street. <laughs> well, no. I don't know. You know, there's you know there is rumblings about the spinoff, and every rumbling that I I've heard, essentially, it's something sur- uh, surrounding Deb. You know, it's some sort of Deb spinoff. So, but if she's the one that does the deed, mm-hmm. I. I'd have a very hard time watching a show about Deb, who was so emotionally wrecked from the fact that she had to kill her brother, that you know she becomes the typical angst-ridden alcoholic cop. Maybe she's not a cop. Maybe she's a. Uh... Um, well, either way, uh, I I just don't see her being able to carry on. I'm thinking that there's a chance they both go out. That could happen. Honestly, I don't see anyone else being a spinoff 
but Deb. I don't think any of the other characters are strong enough on their own to, you know, I don't think so much as a Unhell spinoff, you know, or a Captain Matthews spinoff, or Joey Quinn, you know, Joey Quinn PD. You know, like, come on. It'd be silly. So the only person I could see um, is Deb. Deb. That would be and the only person. She would uh, carry on with her current job in the new show. Uh, have you know? Have all of that the same? It would be an easy transition since we all know and love Deb so well. The only thing that she will not be able to to do is kill Dexter to make it happen. I, one thing I think is going to happen is there won't be you know. Michael C. Hall, I believe, is completely done. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think um, there won't be any kind of thing where Michael C. Hall could potentially come back for, you know, as a guest spot. You know, like, I think he's going to be either dead. He's going to be dead, probably. I think it's going to end with him dying. I could, I could be wrong, but most likely I'm not. I think that is the consensus. Mm-hmm. I hope and I'm wrong. I think it would be great if the show ended with, um, like, uh, we just pulled back on uh, Miami. Maybe the final shot is Dexter on his boat. And he's like, and life goes on. Shouldn't he play the music? And next thing you know, Deb has her own series. And who knows, maybe Dexter does pop up, you know, once in a while. Maybe... We find out that he has – because that that's one thing that we seem to be getting with Vogel is um, finding out Dexter is not exactly the monster that we always were told he was since day one. Mm. So perhaps he will find a way to keep it at bay and just – we don't do it less often. <clears throat> Maybe well, he takes up crochet. From what I understand is he's ready to move on with his career. Well, speaking of moving on, it is time to Say close it down for night. <laughs> yes. All right, so... Uh, once again, uh, thank you everybody for listening to Harry's Code of Dexter's podcast. Um, we will back be back next week with uh, our review of uh, episode five of season eight, and it's called This Little Piggy, as I said before. Uh, please catch us on Wednesday night um, for the Wingman Show, right? At uh, yes, sir. Five, well, five, five Kente time, which is Pacific, uh-huh. eight p.m. Eastern. Where you know. Real normal people live, <laughs> and uh, also on that night. Also on that night, uh, immediately following doing man show was jam session. It's all the music you love. You just don't know it yet. And at nine thirty p.m. Eastern Standard, uh, what is that? Six thirty Kente time. Mm-hmm. It's just kicking it with Ramsey. Real people, real talk, and it's going to be a real awesome show this week. Uh, We are moving on from all of the hubbub from last week and 
carrying on with some, we'll say, more entertaining topics. That's right. And, uh, of course, Thursday we have, um, we also have um, the Spotlight. So that should be another um, great episode on Thursday. So um, we will see you next week on Heroscope. That's a wrap. Cut. (laughs) I'm punny.